Non abimus papam, until further notice. Today, Thursday, February 28th, from Public Radio International, the BBC World Service, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Pope Benedict leaves the Vatican and officially steps down as head of the Catholic Church. He leaves behind a mixed legacy and a host of challenges for his successor, one of them keeping up a seemingly newfound papal interest in the environment. But one observer says Benedict's legacy as the first green pope is all relative. There wasn't much competition. There hasn't been much said by the popes about the environment um, really for the last couple of thousand years. And later, Uruguay is wrestling with a host of social changes like the legalization of marijuana. And at least one Uruguayan looks forward to growing her own. PRI's The World is supported by the Medtronic Foundation, inviting you to assist Minnesota Timberwolves' Ricky Rubio in an online simulation to learn how to save a life from sudden cardiac arrest, a leading cause of death among young athletes. Learn more at heartrescuenow.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. For the international news media today, it seemed that all roads lead to Rome. But for one man, the Pope, all roads led out of Rome, specifically to the Vatican retreat of Castel Gandolfo, where Pope Benedict XVI officially retired today. From now on, the man once known as Joseph Ratzinger will be known as Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. Here are some of his final words as reigning Pope this afternoon. I would also like with my heart, with my prayers, with my reflections, with my inner strength, I would like to work for the common good and for the good of the Church, and I feel supported by your affection. Let's go forward for the good of the Church and the world. Thank you very much. Reporter Megan Williams is in Rome. I mean, it felt partly like a head of state leaving office or a rock star who's taking off to some secret hideaway in a helicopter. Kind of surreal. What is the mood there in Rome today? Well, yeah, I mean, it did, although a very old rock star, a very old and tired rock star. I mean, I think people felt uh, that they were living an historic event. It's extraordinary that a pope resigned. Uh, Obviously, it's the first time in centuries. But it, it also is a kind of paradigm shift in the church that reflects modern times and, and that reflects the fact that Pope Benedict XVI was aware that he wasn't up to the task anymore, and he was willing to expose that, if you will, and step down and probably quite relieved. Um, So I think people were aware that it was something quite extraordinary. So with Benedict gone, there's technically no pope. Who's running the church? The church, in some ways, it's business as usual. I mean, the publication of uh, documents and the nominations of new bishops and approval of, of statutes for Catholic universities and that sort of thing, that is suspended. Also, uh, under long-standing church rules, which were updated by John Paul II, the Vatican Secretary of State, who's sort of the, the Vatican second in command, he's stepping down, as are heads of various Vatican congregations, in other words, ministries. So those, those leaders have all lost their job uh, as of 8 p.m. tonight. The person who has not lost his job is the uh, chamberlain of the 
Holy Roman Church. And he's basically taking over for the Secretary of State and he's running things. He's administering Vatican affairs. And then one other per- person who's still around is the head of the Apostolic Penitentiary. And he's the person who um, essentially ensures that forgiveness is available at all times to any sinner. Mm. So if people come come forward with, you know, their sins, they can they can be absolved by this person. So lots of talk now about the conclave that will elect a new pope. What's the timetable for choosing a new pope? The cardinals are going to meet for the first time on Monday, and they could uh, set the date as early as that first meeting. Uh, And that date could be as early as Friday. And if not Friday, perhaps Sunday, most of the cardinals are in town. Today, when the Pope addressed the cardinals, 144 were there, Uh, 115 are voting. Now, they have to be, of course, under the age of 80. But a lot of the men present today will be part of the conclave. So they don't really have to wait that much longer for all of them to get in town. So, Megan, today you've been talking to people in St. Peter's Square, uh, including one young Italian student. We're going to play a little of what she said in Italian, and then you can...